0: Mystery Woe's podcast.
1: It's been a while, but I'm still Morgan. I'm mostly still
0: Lexi. <laughs> I just... didn't do that on <laughs> purpose. I'm uh just three hundred percent more metal now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry guys, <laughs>
1: we've been gone just a little longer than we had it. Well, we didn't intend to be gone at all. Well, but... we
0: did. We we double recorded, right? Because yeah. we were going on vacation. I did do that. Um, and then you decided to leave me. So. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, so uh, for those of you who don't know, I was in a pretty bad car crash. Um, <laughs> if you missed that joke about me being three hundred percent more metal, um, I have. A few plates in my face, a few more screws. Um, we're recovering. We're getting through it. Uh, it it sucks. It's painful. It's sad. I don't want to talk about it too much. Next year um, we're gonna have you guys, uh What what is his name from Teen Titans?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be but yeah, that would be good.
0: Hopefully, I'm, like if I'm not back together by next Halloween, I'm gonna be. <laughs> most upset yeah i'm uh i think i'm technically blind in one eye right now luckily i got i got my good eye um
1: whoever thought i would be the one who's looking at things for us (laughs) because i too am mostly blind just walking around here bumping into shit
0: yeah
1: but yeah so we've been gone a little bit longer than we intended but we're back And we're back in the habit. Yeah. I am
0: so, so, so thankful for this like bit of normalcy that we have right now. Like good time to be thankful. It is. It is. Thanksgiving coming up. It, 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 my favorite holiday. Yep. Um, but yeah, I am, I don't know how much I'll be able to eat, but you know, listen, I'll have me some mashed potatoes. I'm bringing dad stuffing in the morning. So you want some stuffing. All right. And some mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. It's going to be. Delicious! I'm so excited. um Morgan's dad makes the best stuffing in the history of man.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably, you know, what I can do because we always do this every year. Assuming we 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 should have plenty. I can always put together. We have to go boxes at my family's Thanksgiving every year, and then I'll just put some together for you. Know, I'll bring it to you the next no, day. That's fine. A I don't. Friday. I honestly. It's a good Friday, Black Friday. <laughs> it's the opposite
0: of Good Friday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, like how much I'll be able to eat, but we'll see. It's
1: uh, all, I'll bring you all sides. It's like there's sweet potato casserole. True. Uh, Green, uh, green bean casserole, probably. Please Logan so. really wants to make uh mac and cheese for the family. He wants to contribute, Aww. so you can eat mac and cheese. That's very sweet. I thought so, too. That's very sweet. It came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, I think it was around the same time I started trying to get involved in what my mom was baking around yeah. that time, so it was nice. That's He cool. doesn't want to bake the stuff I bake, though, because that shit takes a while. I'll bring y'all some sausage rolls. You should be able to... I'll make, I'll make you small ones. Ooh, I'll make I you appreciate. small ones.
0: <gasps> I get special sausage rolls and that, just for my fucking yes. mouth.
1: Damn. <laughs> and that way you can eat, because they're pretty soft. They're just kind of puffy because mm-hmm. they're a puff pastry. But if I make you the small, like, if I make you bite-sized ones, then those should yeah, be good for If you. I,
0: like, squish bread down a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I gotta say, <laughs> this whole thing has fucking sucked. Yeah. But the diet... Is so effective. I know. If I could just. I've uh, I've, I'm down like a dozen pounds in under a month. Like I right? don't. It's not good, but no.
1: But hey, look, you've got to find effective. A, you gotta find a silver I'm, I'm, lining. I'm somewhere. desperately
0: grasping for them. Um, and look
1: here. Uh, you know, the wedding is coming up, and I, I was considering asking Mike to hit me in the face with his head too. <laughs> I was like, you know, just drop a few before you know, lots of pictures taken. You know, I don't. Uh, you know, I could
0: lose some weight too. <laughs> I, I don't think his neck or head could sustain that. Uh, Fair, where, yeah. yeah uh, my dear, dear fiance has become my basically round the clock nurse at mm-hmm. this point. Um, and shout out to Mike, uh, but he is also pretty messed up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So Jeez. basically, uh, we got in the car accident, and then we bonked heads um, due to the collision, and um. Well, it turns out the top of his head is harder than the side and front of my face. Yeah.
1: So, Damn. Um, it's all in New Year's playing soccer. Hmm? It's all yeah. like catching all that balls to the head. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: guess, I guess in my youth, you know, despite my best efforts, I didn't catch enough balls to the face. I know.
1: See? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my anyway, gosh. So, um, so, it's almost Thanksgiving very excited uh, about that and yes to have some fucking
0: time off yes you guys you have heard it you've been going through through it with work
1: it's just our busiest season we're auditors so we audit for a period um and a lot of people's period ends at the end of the year which mm-hmm. sure makes sense although i have a three-month audit for the first time ever and i'm like Ooh. what are we doing this for? But I, okay,
0: Probably because they need a type 2 right away. I think so. And
1: luckily, they're super nice.
0: I hope um, they're very put together because going for a type 2 in three months is hard to get everything. We don't need to have that in depth <laughs> of a discussion. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to get everything to operate in a three-month span of time, though.
1: Which is cool. Right, Anyways, right. guys, welcome to Auditing Talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this has been Audit Corner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, basically working, like, the worst version of Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 song because yeah, so it's more is- Working five, 5 to, to 9. nine. <laughs> yeah. Working 5 to 9 is the worst version of that. And then also weekends. This is the first day I've had off in over like 10 or something, 10, more than 10 days. That's awful. Um and I may have to work tomorrow, but I may not because I just don't know if like physically <laughs> I can mentally. take up my computer. <laughs> That's fair. Um but yeah. So uh, my team uh, with me
0: randomly being off most of this time, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been absolutely phenomenal. Like Thank goodness. I, I'm so ridiculously thankful for them. Like my coworkers jumped in, held like held down the fort. My boss like delayed his vacation by a week Aww. to like so I could like fully like not have to that's check awesome. a single email. Um so that's been really great. Like in in an attempt to get silver linings at mm-hmm. this point. Like I'm very thankful for my coworkers mm-hmm. and my friends. And you, who have come and ta- nursed me when Michael couldn't, bless <laughs> you. Um, That's what friends are for. But yeah, I'm just—I have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, there's so
1: definitely—I am thankful, even though it's killing me right now for my job.
0: <laughs> and this has been Adult Corner uh, with the History Woes. Thank uh, you. Yes, thank you for, yes, thank for you. joining us on that so journey.
1: Today we're gonna be doing
0: the theme of. Uh, So we're doing, uh, well, Thanksgiving, but different. Um, So we decided, I think it was your idea, um, to, instead of focusing on Thanksgiving for this episode, uh, we wanted to instead focus on the indigenous people Mm -hmm. of the U.S. Because, um, well, frankly... They definitely got the short end of the stick, and while all of us Americans are very, very thankful for this upcoming season, um, it, it's not a great time for other members in our communities. So we wanted yeah. to talk about that, um, and who's going first? I do I looked that up today because uh, I couldn't remember. Said I did
1: not. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was like, wait, who's going? Because when the way I wrote out the first part, I was like, wait, am I following? I was like, am I keeping in the, with the with the theme today, or am I starting the
0: theme today? I don't know. Um, and um, then we're also we are double recording today. Yeah, um, but the
1: next one's kind of a mini.
0: It'll episode. be short, um, but it'll be fun Thanksgiving because uh, a we both just needed something fun yeah. to talk about and. Uh, did I say A? B? Uh, B, <laughs> where um, we just figure you guys are going to be driving around visiting yeah, your family and stuff, and you might want to have something not totally depressing to listen to. Yeah,
1: but we, you know, and also we've been off for a couple of weeks, so we want to catch up, so we want to do a double yeah. drop. So after this, I know you might be a bit like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so you can listen to the next episode. It's it's much more light. Yeah. So, um,
0: do you want to tell the people what you're drinking, at least? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, uh, it's the Cooper's Hawk. Grateful white, so they come out with it around Thanksgiving. It's called Grateful. Um, they have a red and a white. I didn't look at the. <sighs> Xander's gonna drink with me, actually.
0: Um, He's here to give his opinions on the wine since I can't. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking water like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. Uh,
1: yeah. So it's just a it's just a table white. I think it's meant to like. I think they make these the white and the red like specifically so you can just bring it to thanksgiving and it's like not too crazy
0: so i'll try it i want to be i miss wine i know (laughs) it is devastating to me
1: um yeah it tastes it's very acidic like it automatically makes you feel like you need a tums get that heartburn feeling in the back of your throat but Mm -hmm. it is i mean yeah it's 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 light but it would be good with Thanksgiving dinner, to be quite honest. It would be good with dinner, and good with turkey, probably. If That's you want to eat a turkey out of spite, which I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're mean. Like, they... them and the goose
0: yeah, are in league with the <laughs> devil. <laughs> They're very mean creatures. They're I, just... you, you should go for seconds out of principle, frankly.
1: <laughs> Although some turkeys are, are kind and nice, which we'll cover in my next episode. That's a little
0: but... sneaky peek. But, Tell us uh, about yeah. your Indigenous Peoples story. Yes, I will. Uh,
1: today, my story will be on missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, I'm going to say missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls a lot. It's a big mouthful. but So forgive me if I just uh, mess it up a couple times. I'm going to try not to, but that is the topic. Um, and I'll share one thing I learned right off the bat from reading this missing and murdered indigenous women and girls doesn't just cover indigenous people in the contiguous or uh, adjoining states um it also covers Alaskan native women and girls who i think like we just tend to forget about which is kind of the point um and i say we i'm including myself here um is this just going to be another area where it It's going to be uncomfortable if we're seeing things in a different perspective for the first time, but embrace being a little uncomfortable and then embrace that you have the perspective and then you have that forever and you can
0: do something about it. Does it it also cover like uh, women in Canada and Mexico or? Not this story.
1: I based this story a lot off of a report that was based off of a U.S. Indigenous okay, people, so
0: specifically U.S. So, statistics. Yeah, so okay. yeah,
1: but I know for a fact. I don't know about. I don't know. I don't know about Mexico because I
0: know Excuse it's me. a big thing in Canada, also.
1: Yeah, but. but I can say for certain that I ran into a few articles, um, for Canada. Um, one of the big ones there, I think, is No More Stolen Sisters. Okay, and I'm going to mention them later too. So awesome. Okay. <sighs> well,
0: tell us yeah.
1: your All story. Right. Uh, now I can't promise I won't get a little sniffly in this somewhere. Because I almost cried like five times when I was writing this. But sugar uh, warning right now for anyone, we can't cover missing and murdered indigenous women and girls without talking about violence, including sexual violence. Um, and there will also be some mentions of suicide. So up front. Um, the information I have today came from a report published by the Urban Indian Health Institute, which is a division of the Seattle Indian Health Board. In this report, it begins with a pretty alarming set of numbers uh, saying that according to the National Crime Information Center reports in 2016, there were 5,712 reports of missing American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls. 5,712. The U.S. Department of Justice's federal missing persons database logged only 116 cases.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. So that's appalling. Um, is it because they're like um, like not pre- uh, what is it dis? Mm, there's a word there when you're trying to um, like disincentivize some people from reporting it. Oh, a lot of it's
1: underreported, but yeah, I mean uh, it. I'll tell the, this story is basically why okay, the sorry. statistics yeah, are so that's trash. That's so crazy. Um, yeah. So. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has reported that murder is the third leading cause of death among American Indian and Alaskan Native women, and that rates of violence on reservations can be up to ten times higher than the national average but there is no research that has been that had been done on the rates of violence among American Indian and Alaska Native women living in urban areas, despite the fact that approximately seventy one percent of American Indian and Alaska natives live in urban areas, oh, and not gosh. on tribal land. Um, also, the coverage of what goes on on tribal land paints the communities in violent, as, like, violent and lawless places, which is not true. And honestly, we could do a whole episode on that, but I just wanted to address that real quick, because it's, like, it's not like the people who are getting murdered or or on reservations it's or tribal land. The it's, it's, statistics are skewed, to say the least. Um... So, but in 2017, the Urban Indian Health Institute um, Tribal Epidemiology Center began a study aimed at assessing the number of, sorry, the number and dynamics of cases of missing and murdered American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls in cities across the United States. This study sought to assess why obtaining data on this violence is so difficult and how law enforcement agencies are tracking and responding to these cases and how media is reporting on them. The study's intention was to provide a comprehensive snapshot of the missing and murdered indigenous women and girls crisis in urban American Indian and Alaska Native communities and the institutional practices that allow them to disappear, not once, but three times, in life, the media, and the data. (sighs) Big sigh. Big breath. (laughs) The... Urban Indian Health Institute, which I'll refer to them as uh, UIHI going forward, utilized a multi-pronged methodology to collect data on missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls with the understanding that what is reported and recorded by law enforcement, covered by media, and remembered and honored by community members and family rarely matches. Um, The UIHI used data from five sources. Freedom of Information Act requests to law enforcement agencies, state and national missing persons databases, searches of local and regional news media online archives, public social media posts, and direct contact with family and community members who volunteered information on missing or murdered loved ones. So let's take a second for the people out there still volunteering as much information as possible to find out what happened to their loved Mm -hmm. ones. Because they aren't getting any help from law enforcement. Yeah. So, indigenous peoples are just picking up the responsibility of solving their own missing and murder cases because no
0: one else is helping them. That's awful. Just, like, screaming into the void when your yeah. loved ones are missing and no one's doing a damn thing. Oh, Jesus,
1: fuck. Like, especially the people who are supposed to be helping. doing something about it. Um, during the collection of data, UIHI ran into some roadblocks in getting the data they requested. The reasons for this include underreporting, racial misclassification, poor relationships between law enforcement and American Indian and Alaska Native communities, poor record keeping protocols, institutional racism in the media, and lack of substantiative, substantive relationships between journalists and American Indian and Alaska Native communities. UIHI attempted to collect data in 71 cities across 29 states. These cities were selected because they either had a urban Indian health center that is affiliated with UIHI, a significant population of urban Indians, or were found to have a large number of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls cases. Yeah. One of those cities was Orlando. I don't know why it was picked, though. Interesting. Close to us. But that's not super out of left field because we do have, like, a large population of indigenous peoples like Yeah. When I was in I was in uh Helen and I was looking and they had like we were at the Airbnb and they had a map. And the map just showed like all of the tribes that lived in America. It like just it was a map of the United States and where each tribe lived.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there were so Benny. fucking many. Yeah. Like they lived and I feel like in the way that you learn about their society and like the way that it's perceived in like media like it just looks like they're you know just like these little groups of
0: places right. but like they're like, not
1: widespread it's just like oh there's a little camp here a little camp there
0: they were fucking everywhere yeah they well it's like they uh i don't know lived here lived here for and thousands of years right before, white before it was discovered here. like <laughs> quote discovered right? like they you can't, I don't know that you can discover a place that people already are, but. Yeah. White, well, I guess unless you're white, and then you can yeah. discover whatever the fuck you want. Exactly.
1: Um, so, UIHI identified 506 unique cases of missing and murdered American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls across the 71 selected cities. 128, or 25%, were missing persons cases. 280, or 56%, were murder cases. And 98, or 19%, had an unknown status. A case was flagged as unknown, or status unknown, in two circumstances. When law enforcement gave a number of total cases in response to a record request, but did not clarify how many were missing, how many were murdered, which accounted for 16 cases total. And when a case was listed on a missing person database, but had been removed, and it couldn't be verified whether the woman or girl was located safe or deceased. For example, Omaha figured prominently, prominently in this report because, like many jurisdictions across the country, this is ridiculous, when a person listed on the Nebraska Missing Persons Database is located, the notice is removed with no public information as to whether they were found safe or deceased. So, uh. yeah. So law enforcement gave zero fucks about recording whether the woman or girl was found safe or just found her dead, wrote her off.
0: I wonder if that's like a victim's protection thing, but you would still keep stats somewhere, right? Right. You can say
1: that the victim, you don't have to give the name, but you can say the victim was found deceased or if they were just found
0: safe. Right, but, I mean, if someone's, like, after you and they know that you're still alive, like, they may come back after, you know what I mean?
1: But then, but, I assume you just wouldn't give, in, like, Freedom Information Act, you wouldn't be able to give out names. Yeah. You would be able to give a stat, like, female true. found safe or female found deceased. Yeah, that's true. So, if you're just trying to collect data, I guess. I don't fucking know.
0: Like, um, just collect fewer data points, but still collect the data.
1: Yeah. <sighs> so... The identified cases were widely distributed by age and tribal affiliation. The youngest victim was under one year old,
0: oh.
1: and the oldest was 83 years old. 135 cases were victims aged 18 or under, and average victim age was approximately 29 years old, out of 387 cases for which victim age could actually be determined. That's awful. Yeah. UIHI identified 96 cases that were tied to broader issues such as domestic violence, sexual assault, police brutality, and lack of safety for sex workers. In this report, domestic violence includes inmate partner violence and family violence. 42 cases were domestic violence related, and 14% of domestic violence fatalities were victims age 18 and under. Three victims were pregnant at the time of their death. 18 victims, or 4% of all cases, were identified as sex workers or victims of trafficking. And 39% of victims in the sex trade were sexually assaulted at the time of death. For this Mm -hmm. report, sexual assault is defined as penetrative or non-penetrative sexual violence and includes victims who were found murdered and left nude. Eight victims were identified as homeless. Six were trans women. Other Parts of the report referred to these people also as two-spirited individuals, which I can include all parts of the report because of time, but I also wanted to include that because I thought that was nice. Um, And seven were victims of police police brutality or death in custody. (sighs) UIHI was able to identify the victim's relationship to the perpetrator in 24 cases. Of these, 13 victims were killed by a partner or the partner of an immediate family member. Three were killed by an immediate family member, six were killed by a serial killer, and two were killed by a drug dealer. Of the perpetrators, UIHI was able to identify. 83% were male, and approximately half were non-native. 38% of the perpetrators were convicted, while nine were never charged, four were acquitted, one had a mistrial, and one committed suicide. Oh, my gosh. Altogether, 28 of these, 28% of these perpetrators were never found guilty or held accountable. An additional 30 alleged perpetrators had pending cases as of the publishing of the report.
0: What the fuck? So. Yeah.
1: So they're not. And also, there's. I know there's studies that have been done on serial killers who will prey on... Tribal land as well, yeah. just because of the breakdown in yeah. relationships between um, tribal law enforcement and outside law enforcement, mm-hmm. and they know that basically the women or anybody who's who's killed there, like it they, they has a way less chance of being
0: found
1: sal- found or solved.
0: Well, because I imagine the tribal communities, like their frankly their police forces, probably have fewer resources available to them yeah. than if you're not having good communication either. Mm -hmm. due to communication breakdowns or because you don't, I don't know, fucking trust white people, that's fair, Mm -hmm. um, or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. like, yep. that's, I mean, I guess if you're going to be a predatory piece of shit, Mm -hmm. that is the most predatory piece of shit thing to do. Yep. Um. Don't
1: be a predatory piece of shit, y'all. Please. Uh. The 506 cases UIHA identified were dispersed over a wide geographic area. Regionally, the Southwest, Northern Plains, Pacific Northwest, Alaska, and California were the areas with the highest number of cases. The cities that figure most prominently in the data are Seattle with 45, Albuquerque with 37, Anchorage with 31, Tucson with 31, and Billings with 29. During record collections, both Albuquerque and Billings Police Departments acknowledged the Freedom of Information Act requests, but did not provide any records or information to respond to any follow-up. Excuse me?
0: They were just like, yep, got it.
1: Yep. Um, While the records provided by San Francisco police did not specify the name or status of any victim. So, okay. Um, Initially, these requests were filed by the agency's online request system, When one existed, Um, and in case yeah, not all agents, not all of the um, police agencies have a online request system. Um, (laughs) It's
0: twenty twenty two,
1: and in cases where there was no such system, uh, they would use email. Where no online systems or email were available, no no contact was made. Excuse me. They They don't have email. The
0: whole world has Gmail.
1: After a significant portion of the initial requests were never, uh, requests never received a response, UIHI utilized MuckRock, a paid service that assists in Freedom of Information requests, to refile prior requ- requests, and they helped file new requests with agencies that had no online system or email available. In these requests, UIHI asked for all data on cases of missing persons, unsolved only, homicides, suspicious deaths, and deaths in custody, solved and unsolved involving an American Indian or Alaska Native victim that was female or identified as a trans woman or girl. 71 city police agencies and one state police agency were surveyed. 40 agencies or 56% provided some level of data. 33 of those 40 and 40% or 46% of all surveyed actually searched their records, though not all provided comprehensive data.
0: How is there not, it's wild to me that there is not, like, follow-up repercussions for
1: There's supposed to be, but
0: there, there are, but
1: whether, I don't know who carries those out. Um, 10 out of the 40 agencies provided data, but with a, quote, caveat, meaning they only confirmed cases UIHI had already logged, provided what they could recall from memory, or <sighs> gave partial data. 14 of the 72 agencies surveyed, or 20%, did not provide data, and 18, or 25%, are still pending. What the fuck? Those combined with the 10 caveat cases compromised 59% of all of the agencies surveyed. Of this, the that's 71 that they did, and 59% of the agencies surveyed could not basically do their fucking job. Um... So nearly two-thirds of all agencies surveyed either did not provide data or provided partial data with significant compromises. In addition to that, 13% of all agencies surveyed charged a fee for accessing data. If UIHI had paid every invoice received, it would have cost $4,464.48, not including the cost of the paid service for the Freedom of Information requests. The invoices UIHI paid totaled $68, and in turn, UIHI received data from three cities, resulting in an additional 51 cases logged. 51 cases logged from just three cities. Portland police never provided any data despite their invoice being paid. As a small American Indian and Alaska Native organization with limited resources, UIHI was unable to pay a majority of the fees and thus was unable to access the data. What the fuck? This further underscores the fact that it really is on Indigenous people to not only solve their own investigations, but to pay the agencies that should be solving the cases uh. so they can get answers on these missing and murdered women.
0: That's wild. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't tell. I feel like my <laughs> lisp is coming. No. Okay, cool. I don't think so. Sorry. Since the accident, like, my tongue hits a different part of my teeth sometimes. Uh. Sorry.
1: I slur my words whether I drink That's or not. That's true. Well, I, do, I try I'm, not to, but after doing this podcast, I have noticed I slur my words no matter what. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think I just talk too fast.
0: Like, I'm on water, but mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, I feel like, anyway. Sorry. Yeah, I've
1: only had the one sip that I took at the very beginning to let you know how it tasted. And I know I've slurred my words several times. Oh,
0: I'm... I need no, to... I need I'm to, hoping I'm not, and I'm hoping I'm enunciating.
1: I need to go to finishing school. Be like, the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. some shit like that, whatever. Some the lies I do a little shit. Um, <laughs> so, moving on from difficulties with law enforcement, UIHI conducted a comprehensive online search for media coverage on all 506 cases represented in the data they collected. Each publicly available available article, UIHI found, was logged, assessed, and coded for the type of language it used, and attributed to the outlet that it originally uh, that originally published it. UIHI examined 934 articles, which collectively covered 129 cases out of the 506 represented in the study. Less than one fifth of the total number of cases were covered more than once. Less than one tenth were covered more than three times, and less than five percent of cases were covered more than five times. The top ten cases that received the most coverage comprised sixty-two percent of all coverage, and forty percent—sorry, forty-seven percent of coverage—was regarding just one case.
0: What the fuck? So Near almost the- half of all the mentions mm-hmm. is on one case out yeah. of, what, 500? Like
1: Yeah, and they were only able to find information on 129 cases out of the 506. And of those 129
0: cases... Um, like, they can't even get their names out there to mention that they're looking no. for them. No. Um, not just that. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, so nearly all the articles UIHI surveyed, um, 91%, regarded a murder case. Of the articles analyzed, 46 media outlets had violent language in their coverage, representing nearly a third of all outlets surveyed. 36 media outlets used violent language in 50% or more of the cases they covered, and 22, 22 <laughs> used violent language in 100% of the cases that they, co- um, that they covered. Um, the language that was used to describe the victim and the crime Included references to drug or alcohol coverage, or sorry, to drug or alcohol coverage of trans women victims that misgendered the victim, references to the victim's criminal history, references to sex work, gave false information on the case, or did not, uh, or did not name the victim. So made... just
0: doing everything they possibly can to not. And I don't mean to say this in the way that, like, sex work is demeaning, but doing everything they can to demean them in the public eye. Right. And then having basically, the audacity to not even name them.
1: Right. So basically, and you shouldn't, this shouldn't be how people think, but as soon as you say they're a sex worker, they're like, oh, well, they have a dangerous line of work guess right. it was just going to happen to them. Like, and sex, sex work that's like,
0: or drug use or prior right. to criminal history, like... But none of that diminishes their value as a person.
1: Right. It doesn't mean that they, they deserve still des- to die yeah, and they that whoever still deserve killed to them? be found. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, other languages included um, making excuses for the perpetrator using victim-blaming language or showed images or video of the victim's death.
0: Oh my God. Um, so take a second to process
1: that. Um, when the media took the time to cover the case of the articles available, Nearly a third of the media outlets use this kind of language in their reports. So what can we do about it? (laughs) Um, Awareness is the first step. Look up your local uh, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women uh, and Girls Awareness campaigns near you. We'll be putting some resources in our show notes uh, for reference, but there are many more initiatives that you can be involved with. Um, The National Indigenous Women's Resource Center has their own podcast called Speaking Our Truth Podcast. Um, you can connect with that same resource center on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can call your, uh, your officials, your local officials. It's uncomfortable and we hate it too, but you can do it. Um, you can call and tell them that you want action taken to repair the broken system that leads to indigenous women and girls going missing and murdered and forgotten.
0: This is unrelated, but I would like it if more politicians would open a text line. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. For all of us millennials who would rather die than make a phone call. Anyway, Anyway, sorry. sorry. Uh, First world problems. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: uh, you can donate to many initiatives and to put our money where our mouth is this podcast, we'll be making a donation to the Red Root Institute. Oh, yes. And the No More Stolen Sisters campaign. Um, it's not a whole bunch, but it's something we can do. Yeah. Um. While looking up initiatives... Um, Y'all, yeah, I'm going to try not to cry because this part was so sad. Um, while looking up initiatives, there were many powerful images that stood out to me. One was the skirt many acti- uh, activists for missing and murdered indigenous women and girls wear. It's called a ribbon skirt, which is a form of cultural clothing that represents the sacredness of American Indian and Alaska Native women and the deep connection their bodies and spirits have to the land. Um, we'll post a video of one Um, But the skirt has several ribbons stacked one above the other, and a couple of my sources show the ribbons representing many of the statistics that I've already said. Um, Another was an art piece from the No More Stolen Sisters campaign, uh, which we will also post. Um, The founders of Native Women's Wilderness and Indigenous Women's Height came together, along with Native artists, to create an image to honor Indigenous women and to support the campaign. Uh, The image is on a red background, and red is the official color of the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls campaign. But as my source explains, quote, It goes deep and has significant value. In various tribes, red is known to be the only color spirits can see. It is hoped that by wearing red, we can call back to the missing spirits of our women and children, (sighs) so we can lay them to rest. We chose a turquoise teardrop earring to represent our sorrow and tears. Turquoise is worn for protection by many tribes to ward off evil spirits, but it's also a symbol of strength and prosperity. May our women and children prosper and be kept safe. End quote. Um, so, that is the end of my story in this podcast, but definitely not the end of the story, so um, there's stuff you guys can do too, so get out there, do it, and, yeah, now you know.
0: I know. Sorry. Uh, You guys can't see me. Um, I am yeah. crying like a baby over yeah, here. Yeah, the red
1: like uh, being the color that that's the only color spirits can see and that's all they have to like call their people home. Oh my gosh. i just drink some wine y'all. Y'all just take a second, drink some wine. Keep going. I know history <sighs> woes, it's in the name, but shit.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting here like a sober ass bitch.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: Okay. Oh, Uh, wow. So, yeah.
1: Um, I had known about this for, like, a little while. I didn't know a lot of stats, obviously. I had guessed that whenever I was going to look at this that it was going to (laughs) be the worst shit ever. And it delivered for sure. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, but I think it was, like, one of the first things, like, when we were coming up with our, like, Google Doc of shit, like, that we, I was like, these are different things I want to cover. I was like, I want to cover... Missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, so important. Yeah. So I got a lot of my information from one report, um, but there's a lot of reports out there. So you guys read up on it. see what you can do. Um, help them however
0: you can. And I will turn it over to you. Absolutely. Um, we can try and cheers with my turvis. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, okay. Wow. So that was heavy. Yeah, um, sorry, this guys. One still heavy sorry <laughs> um it's just all the next one's all light yeah uh, but this one i think mine is less heavy than that maybe probably not <laughs> um okay we're just gonna like are my eyes too fucked up for this all right um let's see if i can get my good eye clear enough to see my fucking screen so fine <laughs> oh I, my gosh um, I'm not sure that podcasting was the best idea, but I am so happy to have this bit. I This is tragic shit we're talking about. It's very sad, but I'm so unbelievably happy to be podcasting right now. So for like yeah. a little bit. I can't leave my house right now because I look a little bit like Quasimodo. She, does. she... <sighs> okay,
1: look, I won't disagree that, <laughs> I will disagree that you look like Quasimodo because he had like a whole hump on his back <laughs> Your face did get a little fucked up, but it will <laughs> heal. Six to eight weeks.
0: <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, yeah, we should. Uh, minimal scarring, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But anyway, can I see with my good eye? I think. Okay, so I said it before. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, mm-hmm. problematic or not. Um, I love the parade. I love the dog show. I love usually drinking mimosas in the morning. <gasps> it's got all of the best food. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to be more upbeat here. Yeah, sorry. Turn the Publix the ads, part, Bar None, Supreme, uh, the Little Pilgrim Salt and Pepper Shakers, the holiday pie. sub. I, I love... Publix Holiday Sub? The, the Pub oh Sub, the Holiday gosh. Sub, I saw I'm devastated, I can't fucking eat it. Four Rivers is like a local yeah. barbecue smokehouse that we yeah. have here. They have a, something called a Pilgrim Sub, Ooh, and it's got everything on it that you would expect. And good. it looks like it's very like it's got too big be, uh, yeah, it's like one of them what's that cartoon that has those big sandwiches oh uh, like spongebob stacking krabby Patties. Yeah,
1: kind of yeah, but i was like it's not marmaduke i don't know that there, there's like a there's a guy who has like the crazy tall oh, sandwiches yeah. i don't remember what it's called
0: but um it looks like that. So like i can't obviously eat that right now um which is so no. fucking upsetting Eventually. but it's fine anyway I love it. It's got none of the financial gift-giving stress of Christmas. Yeah, it's just yeah. a good time with your family and friends. Mm-hmm. But I understand that it is an ugly, an ugly subject in American history, and for damn good reason, mm-hmm. I think we all know, we being the colonizers here, yes. uh, that we took advantage of indigenous people when we got here um, and steadily <laughs> sorry, having to hold my eye closed um, sure. and steadily destroyed their societies, their homes, their lifestyles, everything um indigenous communities are now suffering because of what we it, our ancestors but also we have done yeah. now today yeah um, like as you just heard yes. still fucking doing it's still by a fucking the way. problem um instead of celebrating thanksgiving uh the indigenous community has a national day of mourning on the fourth thursday of every november uh they consider thanksgiving to be the beginning of the end for their society and it was yes there's uh, just no other... Yeah, yeah. No bones about it. Yep. Um, we grew up hearing the story of the first Thanksgiving and learning about it in schools. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Yes, we've um, all done
1: the hand turkey, and then the, some of us were the Indians, yeah. which is... Whew, all right, 90s, and all before the 90s, too. And then some were pilgrims.
0: Yeah. Um, spoilers. It we're is, all pilgrims. It, it's not... So I think... So about, like, the headdresses kids wear, I'm, like, torn on it because I think if you teach it in a respectful way and that this is a part of an indigenous community, that was not how I was taught. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but if we approached
1: think... it in that way and we're like, hey, make this very sacred, important thing, right? we would. But they're like, oh, that's just what they wore. And chances are yeah. they probably fucking weren't
0: yeah, all wearing that. Right. But the... I think it's, yeah. um, I think. If you're doing it in a way to, like, teach kids about the community, yeah, like, that Indigenous sure. community, I think that's really cool. I don't think that that's what people do. No. But anyway, uh, so spoilers, it's not so happy it as pure as the pilgrims breaking bread with the Indigenous peoples and everyone living happily ever after. Um, so this is the story of the first Thanksgiving from the Wampanoag perspective. Uh so we all know the Pilgrims left England as separatists and arrived what we now call uh Plymouth Rock on December 16th excuse me 1620.
1: I just said Pride Rock in my head. I was like That's <laughs> different. We don't want Pride Rock. We we
0: don't. Sorry. Yeah. Different. Um they settled in an area that was known as Patuxet, uh a Wampanoag village uh that had been abandoned 4 years prior due to an outbreak of the plague brought over by European traders. Prior- Classic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prior Ugh. to this outbreak, uh, the Wampanoag people numbered close to 100,000. Mm-hmm. They occupied 69 villages across Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Uh, the plague wiped out about two-thirds of that population, uh. and many of those that did not die in this outbreak were captured and sold as slaves.
1: Shit. All right, so... Like- and this is
0: before the pilgrims got here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so and that kind of speaks to again like, is it like a significant a number of people are there? So again, yeah. it's I'm... not like people just showed up and it's like all this open land. And I mean, Correct. there was some, but like it's it's not like this just like, oh my gosh, this land's just here for the taking. And yeah. it's like, uh, ah, excuse me, I live here. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We There's a whole that. skit from Eddie Izzard about this because uh, he's English and he's like uh, talking about people who already live there, and he's like, well, you have a flag? And they're like, no. Like, well, I have a flag. <laughs> Which, guys, uh, that's a joke. Um, to
0: make levity of a very, very yes. serious situation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So that story that they came and made a new life for themselves from scratch? Oh, no. Uh, they stayed on the Mayflower posted up in the harbor for months uh, because the winter was too bitter, too mm-hmm. cold. They didn't know what to do. Um, disease was rampant. Many of them died. When they were finally able to disembark from the ship, uh they weren't just out there building log cabins immediately people already lived there they just posted up in some abandoned houses mm. no settlers no no they were squatters Ooh. right so i'm sorry you hear like a lot and you'll hear this
1: in politics a lot and people are like i can trust my, i can trace my ancestry all the way back to the mayflower and it's like okay congratulations you're weird, a squatter right weird fucking flex to be like <laughs> yeah i was the first people to fucking fuck up these people's houses like Mm -hmm. They've already lived here. Like, okay, cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, despite the Wampanoag people having zero reason to trust these people, mind you, they've already been, you know, riddled with disease. They've already been enslaved. Almost wiped out. They have no reason to trust these white people who are coming up. They watch (laughs) from a distance, and they see that these people are a little different. Mm-hmm. They brought women and children with them, mm-hmm. and they thought no one would possibly put their women and children in harm as a society. Mm-hmm. So these people must be good.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, no, literally the only part of Pocahontas that was real was that these white people <laughs> the are dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> the rest not yeah. correct.
0: That part real true. Yep, um, including these white people. Yep. Um. So March sixteenth, sixteen twenty one. Um, Samoset, a Mohegan from Maine, approached the village. The next day he returned with Tisquantum, a Wampanoag in true white people fashion for history we're like, ooh your name? Real hard. How about we just call you Squanto? Oh Okay, sorry, it's also cringe. You're just like, yep. oh,
1: yeah, yep. all right, cool. No, yep. but, like, not cool, but, like, this is...
0: This is it, all right. Yep, this is the story, this I'm sorry. This is the fucking story, can't change it. No. Nope. um, I didn't make it happen, we're just... The product. We gotta talk about it. Um, <laughs> if you're white, you should probably just start identifying as a fucking problem, but that's fine. <laughs> Another
1: signature from Alexis, everybody, that was fantastic. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you identify it as a problem.
0: Um, a bit on Tusquantum. He had already been kidnapped, sold into slavery at the hands of an English sea captain. Went to London and escaped back home to his people.
1: So he just has a soft spot for women and children, I'm guessing, because otherwise he'd let these white men freeze. Because I can't, I can't. Just...
0: I can't imagine anything else. Yeah. Um, so this seemingly endlessly forgiving individual... Right, and they're just like, okay, squanto. What? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Saw these white folks. Went, spoke to them. In English. Well, he's had a lot of fucking time to learn
1: it. He, he's... Which, again, a thing white people don't typically do.
0: I said, uh, I presume kicking off the American mentality that we expect everyone everywhere to speak our fucking language.
1: Yeah, but have zero interest in learning the native language. Yep. Everybody. Guess what
0: not non-English? <laughs> um, and uh, Tisquantum taught the settlers, squatters, uh, how to plant corn, how to tap maple trees for sap, how to fish. Taught them which nuts and berries were safe to eat and wouldn't kill them. Uh, I also want to know here, um, growing food is really hard work. Like, farming is a fucking effort. And the only reasons white people were like, man, this land is so fertile. This land is so great. It's so simple. is because the fields for the shit already existed. It had already been prepped. It had just had a couple (laughs) years of dormancy before they came into it. Mm -hmm. And then they had an extremely patient and forgiving person spoon feeding them tips and tricks. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because no one ever, no one ever got to massachusetts and was like this is good farming (laughs) right i don't Um, know where those beans are actually grown but i don't know if it's massachusetts (laughs)
0: if you had boston baked beans they're not actual (laughs) baked beans they're candy yeah um so um because maple syrup's everywhere right um so anyway uh that march the squatter pilgrims and uh Usamiquin uh, who I think also goes by Masoy, I don't know if that is a whitewashed name or what. Um the Poconoket and Wamp well, sorry, I'm trying my best. It's uh okay. the Pocanoket Wampanoag leader, uh and the squatter pilgrims. Um <laughs> <laughs> enter into a treaty of mutual peace and protection. So, on to the first Thanksgiving. That's what we're here to talk about. Squanto squatters. <laughs> sorry. I was just looking at Squanto, like,
1: thanks, Squanto. I just, I uh, like, you're welcome, Squatter. Like, I
0: just, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Squanto, Squatters. Can we? I'm sorry, we have to pause really quick. I just remembered something that Michael and I were talking about today. Yeah. Okay. I have been an American all 33 years mm-hmm. of my existence. Mm-hmm. I have grown up watching football. Mm-hmm. I grew up mostly focusing only on my specific. Mm-hmm football team, the Bucs, yeah. uh, and then like fantasy football stats, sure. blah, blah, blah. My dumb ass <laughs> did not know. So the, the Washington football team, uh, mm. currently the Washington commanders, previously the Washington Redskins. Oh. I assumed that was Washington state my whole life. Really? It was Washington fucking DC. Oh, you yeah, know, I, I didn't know that. It's okay. But it's okay. I was like, that's so much, you have politicians, you have all of these white poly- yeah, in Yeah, no, but when
1: was that fucking team name coined? Like, what, the 50s and 60s? Where everybody thought that was funny. The
0: Redskins? Yeah, yeah but yeah, then Red that Redskins only... Peter Pan was made. That only got changed in, like, 2018. We just kept rolling with that. No, no, I know. <laughs>
1: that part is trash. Sorry. It should never have been done. Uh, and then, it should never and then have been the, done, but then, the, like... blow blowback on people being like, hey, maybe we don't fucking use this name anymore. It wasn't... Like, there's the Atlanta Braves right? Which is, is still pretty problematic, fucking problematic. The,
0: the Florida State Seminoles.
1: I don't know. See, that one I don't remember if... Because I, I don't remember if they're actually sanctioned by the Seminoles. Probably not when they, they made are. that name. Probably not when they made that name. I don't know if they are now, like, to where like the Seminoles get some kind I, of revenue. Uh, because of I don't that. think they like Chief Osceola. I don't know. Maybe. If they don't, fuck the Florida State team. <laughs> I'll uh, go sorry. on the record, but I think... Now they have some kind of, but if they don't, yeah, fuck them. Um. So yeah, there's the Braves, there's the there's the Redskins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, the Indians. They were the Cleveland yeah, Indians Cleveland at one Indians. point, now but they're... now there's something different. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. No, apparently, they do have the grace of the Florida Seminole Tribe.
1: Okay, I think, but probably not at first, though.
0: But Only just. Now. Yeah, the Washington Football Team, Washington Commanders. Um, yeah.
1: It, it took forever and like people yeah. are still
0: like oh the braves is fine and it's, no it's not it was never fine like i think you can be the braves and change all of your fucking branding to make it not indigenous related yes you can or you can just like start... we have the patriots you can have the braves i don't yeah, think that's a problem right. but... At, or
1: or you can start giving some of your fucking money to your
0: local tribes that's Like yeah, fair.
1: use your use it, but um, you should talk to somebody in the local tribes, and then you should give them fucking money. That's fair, and yeah. everything else they deserve, like and, fucking um, land. And, you know,
0: get on for right. state for that, I guess. Um, eventually, yeah. but yeah, yeah I just so I didn't know that, and we were talking about it, and I was just like, excuse me, um, <laughs> and then completely unrelated tangent. Uh, I strongly feel the Washington football team is better than the Washington commanders, just branding wise, because it's very, it comes across to me very much as like, you know, that scene in 300 mm-hmm. when he asks them, Spartans, what is your profession? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we are the washington football team what the fuck are you a patriot <laughs> <laughs> goodbye and go with god young man exactly yeah. no i agree <laughs> we, we are the football team and now they're the commanders i didn't know that i didn't um, know what they changed it to i yeah, just kind of got changed that's really all of the options i'm sorry and now all apparently people are naming them the washington commies which i'm sure uh 50 percent well, that's kind of funny washington loves <laughs>
1: uh if that sticks i might become a supporter <laughs> Not that I'm a communist. I just think it's funny that yeah. people think everybody having um access to shit is wrong. Like food, right? <laughs> food. Healthcare.
0: Mostly food and healthcare. I gotta you know? say. Um I got my first bill from the hospital. I've not opened it yet. Um, but healthcare yeah. in this country. I was in the hospital for four days straight. Mm-hmm. Uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. scared to open that. Yeah. Like it's going like insane. Yeah. When um,
1: I drove you to your eye appointment and heard that British man as a, as a, per, as a, as a person, as a, uh, what do they call him, a patient, I was like, sir, why are you here? This could be for free. If you just drive home, I like, or not drive home, you would fly home. But like, I really hope you didn't renounce your queen for this <laughs>
0: health care system. To um, pay for this shit. Right? Like, I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't know if like... you guys
1: know that, but you have to renounce your queen um to become a citizen here because to lose we lose all your health
0: care to yeah, lose right? your government sponsored health but no
1: worries if you are a british subject britain still uh recognizes both your american citizenship and your um being a subject so you can still go back and get your health care
0: yeah. To our, all our British And that listeners. dude is just out here paying <laughs> money for, like, sir, ophthalmology specialists to tell you whether sir. or not you're going to be able to see again. And or like, whatever he was there for.
1: People, but, my parents mostly, they don't listen anymore, it's fine. Um, Like, they'll be like, okay, but uh, people in Canada have to wait forever to get seen. And I'm like, okay, when's the last time you tried to make an appointment with right? GP? Because it's, like, three weeks out,
0: probably further at this I point. I had a me. doctor's appointment before I ended up um, so I had the car accident. Uh, we had a terrible hospital experience. Yeah. Uh, the doctor was like, yeah, you're fine. Move on. Get out of here. Uh, you scamp. yeah. One of the guys was like, oh, I hope you can make it to your concert. My face was covered in blood. <laughs> I'm not going to the con. What? No. Mm. Like, I don't know if he was trying to make a joke or what, but mm-hmm. like I was literally covered in blood. I mean, if it was a metal concert, <laughs> you should have still gone, but it was. not So no my head. eye was already blowing up. Ugh, like, yeah, you had to go home. Like, I, what? Yeah, my face was covered in blood. My eye like was getting all fucked up. Um, And then, (laughs) yeah. Hope you can make it. uh, I was like, yeah. I think I'm going home. Like, I don't know. I've cried four times in here. Yeah. Um, And also, I don't know. My fiance, like, we were both concussed as fuck. Uh I did not know concussions cause mm-hmm. noise sensitivity i got 300 percent more autistic <laughs> after this car accident michael would be putting fucking silverware away i grabbed his hand and looked at him and i was like you are very loud
1: michael is loud when he is doing anything in the kitchen I i love you michael <laughs> but whenever he's in the kitchen and that may not be his fault because it's you know it's right there next to everything else yeah but that time But apartment. I think he also usually has his podcast in his ear. Yeah. So he doesn't recognize that he's loud. That he's loud, but he'd be slamming shit.
0: i yeah. like, damn, is he okay? <laughs> no, so he's had to be so careful. Because I'm just like, You're like I will literally grab his arm and just be like, You are so fucking loud. <laughs> and he's putting silverware away. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I, like it is painful oh, for me, so and then sorry. I got like the light sensitivity for yeah. a couple weeks.
1: I think I only had a concussion but... one time. I fell off the bed and hit my head. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I didn't know concussions had all those fun features mm-hmm. associated with it, um, along with the mood swings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so oh, mood that
1: I did not uh get, but the light sensitivity I got when yeah. I had a concussion. Damn, the, that the
0: light sensi- t- sensitivity caught me by surprise, and then, um. The noise, like I couldn't handle fucking anything. the green for a couple weeks. All the noise, noise <laughs> Literally, noise. how I felt, Same like bang on, tink, I was watching my TV on like seventeen yeah. volume. You can just put the subtitles on. Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't do, and and then like all I could do was watch TV, right? Because I'm like yeah. basically bed bound. Yeah, at that and point. you can't even fucking read. Yeah, because you can't focus. Yeah. On letters. And then I went to. I'm so sorry. And then I finally decided to go in for a second opinion. Um, I went, go to them for the second opinion and, uh, they're like, congratulations, you live here now. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um,
0: but. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I forget why That's we got on that worst. tangent. Uh, because also, healthcare sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, so, like, with all of that, like, a four-day fucking stay in the hospital, mm-hmm. and now, like, I have a million, like, specialist follow-ups. Yeah. And it's, like, I shudder to think what it would be like if I didn't have, like, good insurance and also, like... The other insurance things. Yeah, but,
1: I think we, we basically were talking about um, the communist uh, people, uh, uh, the yeah, team. The, the Washington Because we were talking commies. about, yeah, we went from how native, how indigenous peoples are treated terribly to this shitty team to communism to our okay,
0: health <laughs> system. So, anyway, so let's just bring it on back to yeah. the point of why I started this story. Yeah. Um, the first Thanksgiving. America sucked so, for a long time. Uh, But keep voting, I'm not leaving. Yeah, we're not leaving. We're not going away. We're just going to keep working until we make it how we fucking like it. Exactly. Um, So, on the first Thanksgiving, we're taught in school. I don't know. The pilgrims sent cute little monogrammed invitations with pumpkins (laughs) on them to the Wampanoags. And they were like, OMG, come to dinner. It would be so fun. X O (laughs) X O. Pilgrims. Your favorite pilgrims. (laughs) Um, Negative. Uh, These squatter pilgrims had made their first harvest, and it was good, courtesy of the local tribesmen. Yeah. Um, in order to celebrate, they sent out four men with guns, because of course they did, to go hunt birds. Okay. Um, Asami- Usamequin heard mm-hmm. gunfire, <laughs> thought the pilgrim village was under attack, uh-huh. and went to go lend aid. uh. So the Wampanoags show up in full fucking force. It's the chief and 90 men showing up oh, ready goodness. to fight to protect these pilgrims. Wow, uh, they go in like fucking ready for shit to go down, and the pilgrims are just kind of sitting around their tables and they're like, "Oh, our bad, we were um, just gonna call you and invite you to dinner. Have a seat, have a seat." Oh my god. In my head it's just a comedy sketch. That's fine. That's um, fair. But, uh,
1: but also, yeah, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and anyway god, bless uh, them. Yeah. Um, so there's not enough food for the extra almost hundred people who just showed up to like save them from a threat that wasn't there. Not that we would ever return that fucking favor. No. Um, but the Wampanoags are like, no big deal. I like you guys don't have a ton of food, we'll just, we'll go grab a couple deer. Mm
1: -hmm. And they come
0: back (laughs) with like four or five deer in a minute, no problem. Um, And I imagine at this point, all the pilgrim wives are swooning over the efficiency of the native hunters. Um, I would fucking be. Right?
1: Right? I want to be this, I'm sorry, this pilgrim uptight asshole, or I want to be this super nice guy. Yeah. Who like, even though he should have no reason to be nice, is nice. Uh, it's about personality, ladies. Okay, yeah. I don't want to be with these fucking pilgrim assholes. I'll be with this guy. Get a man who of food on the table, right? You can get four deer in under like five minutes. I'm done. A divorce, Tim, or whatever your Tim, or whatever your fucking
0: name is. It's probably Tim. Um. Oh, never mind. <laughs> sorry, my tinnitus just started kicking oh, up, I'm and sorry. I was like, also. That gets worse with the concussion. Uh, I'm
1: sorry. Anyway.
0: Um, so I'd also like to point out, uh, indigenous people had to teach these pilgrims how to cook. They didn't have ovens <laughs> built yet. Um, so it's very likely the first Thanksgiving featured a spread of dishes either prepared by or inspired by the indigenous communities around the pilgrims. So they likely, at the first Thanksgiving, had uh, venison, a few game birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, corn. Pumpkins, but not in pie form.
1: Right. Whenever your trash ass white guys, the bad marksmanship, are able to get back. Yeah. I right. just stepped on a bird and were like, ugh, I guess I'll P- use the soil. Yeah. <laughs> um. uh, they brought back those little. T- <laughs> you see him in the freezer section, the little, little game head, hands. the little Cornish head. <laughs> the Thanksgiving for one. That's what they sat down and brought
0: back. Um so as of today, uh the Wampanoag tribe only has 4 to 5,000 people. Uh. At noon every Thanksgiving Day, Native people from around the country march and gather on Cole's Hill, which overlooks Plymouth Rock, uh and they hold the National Day of Mourning. Uh it is organized by the United Native United Native Americans of New England. Uh this began in 1970. By Wampanoag Wamsuda Frank James. Uh, he had been invited by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts to give a speech on Thanksgiving to celebrate the 350th anniversary of the Pil- Pilgrim's Landing at Plymouth Rock. He was unceremoniously uninvited oh. when event organizers discovered that his speech was all about the broken promises and atrocities his people endured at the hands of white people. <laughs> An excerpt from his undelivered speech includes this action by Masoy was our biggest mistake. We, the Wampanoag, welcomed you, the white man with open arms, little knowing that it was the beginning of our end. Um, if you are interested in celebrating the National Day of Mourning or learning more, uh, firstnations.org is a great place to start. Um, and in addition, the entirety of Wamsuda, James's suppressed speech will be linked in our show notes. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was the <sighs> first Thanksgiving. Uh, we came, Yikes. we shit on people, and then they came to our aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what led to the yeah. first Thanksgiving. and then we took full advantage of them. Not even 50 years later. Uh,
1: I will say it is nice now. um, And I mean, it's it's definitely too little too late. But during Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, the last couple of years I've seen, um, there's usually a spot where everyone, you know, like everyone kind of goes in the float Mm -hmm. and then like it stops like wherever the, like in front of Macy's. Um, There's been a um, tribal performers that have come and then they they perform something like a, a traditional kind of dance or song. And I hope it really makes every white person super uncomfortable
0: i hope so but um, i also don't know how much of um like how much how many like tribal people are like watching that because it is such know. a an know. awful day for them
1: i don't know i i, I have no idea but, but it is I, I, you know, it's a little late but it is nice to uh, to see um, And also that uh, Columbus Day got changed into Indigenous People's Day. Yeah, <laughs> my that's fucking about, favorite. Fuck not, Columbus. Not we'll to do be a whole like, episode on Lizzo, that eventually, but
0: it's about damn time. It's,
1: yes, um, uh, because fuck Columbus. Uh, Indigenous
0: People's Day. Yes. Um, so I mean, we and that. we should also probably with Thanksgiving Day, but yeah. Like I'm so. I'm the supreme American, I guess. Like it's so fucking sad. It's so fucking tragic. But damn, I love an excuse just to get together and eat. <laughs> like, I guess I could make that any other day. Like, we could move it and call it something. I just like having an excuse to get together and eat.
1: <laughs> but, excuse me. Um, but pretty much any of our holidays, <laughs> we could talk about how they're problematic, though.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, that's kind of the rant that I'm on. Like, I did yeah. Samhain, and now I'm doing this. And then, frankly, I'm probably going to do Christmas. And
1: Easter. Yeah, I'll mean, get there. <laughs> And we talk about, like, how things were just taken away from...
0: The indigenous community at the... Right, wherever, wherever they
1: may have been. <laughs> and then replaced by some kind of Christian values. Um, and then Airports. sold off as being hu- hu- uh, wholesome and, and whatever the fuck. Yeah, so... We can pretty much do that for any holiday, so... But it is... Uh, I guess as of right now, we just acknowledge everything from the past as much as we can and continue to get new perspectives and learn and also um on the same side because we can't cancel thanksgiving at least not the two of us um (laughs) uh or move it to a different day uh as of right now (laughs) we just also focus on what we are thankful for um and there you go so um Everybody, thank you so much for coming. We're going to yeah. take a break here, and then we're going to record the next episode, which is going to be much lighter. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Yeah, thank um, you for coming back. Yes, thank you so much for coming back. Sorry we were gone. Um, uh, In the meantime, uh, you can find us on com. You can find us on our Patreon account at uh, History Woes and you can also find us on our Instagram also at History Woes where our link tree is so you can find our podcast wherever your podcasts are streaming Um, and thank you guys so 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 much look forward to seeing you in just a few minutes Bye. (laughs) bye